I'm going to try to. You're calm already down clutching your pearls, one. Brett. What is this? Clutching my pearls. I am not wearing pearls. It's not a formal occasion. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> no. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney for NPR Illinois Community Voices and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, joined by my wonderful co-host, Ms. Vanessa Ferguson. Oh, well, you're so kind, Craig McFarland. Anytime, Vanessa. And, of course, we have Brett. Hi. Hello. It's good to it's good to hear and see you all. It is. It is. It is. So uh, I mentioned a story on our show a couple of weeks ago that one of our friends had seen me out downtown and she said that she listened to one of our episodes and it gave her a lot of information for her recent Disney trip. So clearly the way to get onto the show is just to come and be nice and give us compliments because Zoe Zara is joining us today. How are you, Zoe? I'm so great. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. I'm a big fan. Yeah, you know, and it was you had a you had a great trip, it seemed like back in June, right? Yes, mid-June. My mom and I went on a girls' trip and it was amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh what was like your one, like one or two major takeaways from the trip that you just like will remember moving, you know, going on forever here. So I was at Epcot the night that they did the live stream of Harmonious. So that was really cool. We got to see all of the Disney Plus people setting up all day. We got to see some of the rehearsals that happened throughout the day. It was just really, really neat to watch it all come together. So I will always remember that. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was a blast the most fun I think I've ever had on an attraction. So that will carry me through until the next time I can get there for sure. That is awesome. And you know, what's cool about Harmonious Live is that now it's on Disney Plus. So if you're like, I just need to remember my trip, I'm going to go watch this. You know, that's great. It's ideal. (laughs) It's awesome. That's so cool. And uh, by the time this drops, I will hopefully be about 12 hours away from Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So I will have to let you all know uh, my thoughts on that very soon. I'm sure I'm going Snowing yet, pal. Uh, <laughs> the reason why we brought Zoe on is because Craig will no longer be on the podcast. He will not be living after the <laughs> Guardians yeah. of the no. Galaxy death. No, 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 spin. no. Just, just go get some. <laughs> so go get some Thailand Sprite at Club Cool afterwards, and that will settle your stomach right down. <laughs> See, I don't ever have any stomach issues. You give me all the roller coasters in the world, I will be perfectly fine, okay. and my son will be right there with me. But Today we're actually going famous to do... last words. Uh huh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we'll see. If not, Zoe can take my place. It's a she's a worthy successor. <laughs> so, what I want to do today is actually it became uh, from just a post that I did in our Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals Facebook group, and that was just kind of like what are your unpopular opinions about Disney? And we got a wide range of them, and some of you are wild in your unpopular opinions i'm thinking about our editor-in-chief jeremy geckner whose unpopular opinion was the magic kingdom just isn't worth it which is wild what who is this guy there's a reason we didn't invite him blasphemy i don't know yeah for sure kind of wild even posting that craig because you almost started world war three and 
Ooh, the Phil Collins hate in that post. Too. I My know, Vanessa. Goodness. I'm so sorry. I'm it's so okay. Just sorry. Just more Phil Collins for me to love. It's fine. Right. Vanessa, I am so with you. I think Tarzan is one of the best Disney soundtracks. Phil Collins is everything. So I did not agree with that comment. <laughs> That's one of my good running friends, John, from uh, we kind of met through the Disney Dads podcast running group. And it's just it's going to be really funny marathon weekend because I'm going to have to like just run by him and blast some Phil Collins while I'm running by him. So yeah. that's what we're going to have to do for sure. Running and, by him. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see no, if uh, if right I can. Are you thinking I'm not going to run as fast as him, Brett? Is that I don't know. I have no idea, but I'm like going, but you're being very positive and that's always a good thing. He does seem much skinnier than me. That's for sure. He's got longer legs, I think. Uh, But so I want to get into some unpopular opinions here and see what all you have to say about this. Now, Brett, the last time we did an episode where we had to come up with some kind of list of ideas or things, you were very unclear on the concept. So I want you to explain to the audience exactly what we want out of these unpopular opinions. Can you go ahead and define for us the episode here, Mr. Um, Brett? An an unpop. Well, it's our, you know, we try to be positive here on Beyond the Mouse, but sometimes (laughs) things come to to our notice. And generally they're personal opinions, personal opinions, which everyone is certainly allowed to have them, that may not gel with what's out there as far as to Disney and what most people like. So what we, our idea is it, it would be reverse of what the popular opinion is. Ours is an unpopular opinion. Is that about right, Craig? I think that that's about right. I think you've nailed it. And I think the most most important thing to say is that we included all of Disney in this. So it's not just the parks. It can be movies. It can be TV shows. It could be maybe you weren't a fan of Walt. I mean, whatever the case may be, whatever you want to say. What? Tonight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to. You're calm already down, clutching your pearls, one. Brett. What is this? Clutching my pearls. I am not wearing pearls. It's not a formal occasion. So, um, <laughs> no. So, yeah. So. All right, Vanessa, are you clear on the concept? You're good to go. I'm good. And Zoe, you're you're good always, right? Good to go. Okay, so here we go. I can, Zoe, if you're up for it, I can turn to you first as our guest, or I can go to you last. It's up to you. I don't want to put you on the spot. Let's dig right in. I've been compiling a list all day. Okay, here we Ooh, go. She prepares. What is, what is your first unpopular? You already. Right, you're right. I just I prepared this about ten minutes ago. So, what is your first unpopular opinion? I don't know how unpopular it is, but in conversations I've had with people, I tend to be the only one that feels this way. I hate Toy Story Four. Oh, I think it should have ended oh. with number three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. been more upset at a movie ending in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. And Forky is the only good thing to come out of that movie. Thank you. All right. And he's so... trash. He's <laughs> weird. And he's trash. So I will tell you that uh, it turns out that Brett actually hates all Disney films and Pixar. And so he did not yes, like Toy totally Story 4 You're totally wrong either. with but that. If I remember correctly, like going way back to when it when it first came out, we reviewed it. And Vanessa, I couldn't remember where you sat on Toy Story 4. You, you weren't a huge fan, right? I didn't think it was great. But, you know, I, I also think 
sometimes movies weren't made for me. So, so what does it really matter if I, it wasn't my favorite. It wasn't anything that I, I hated. The ending did make me very, very sad because it's like Woody leaves his support system for a relationship and that's never a good idea. So fail (laughs) Pixar on sending out that theme. (laughs) I could not fathom that ending after everything that they've been through. And, you know, my friends have argued like that's life. People grow and change and new opportunities come up and, uh, and I, I get all that, but I don't know. I mean, I, I just have such, love and nostalgia for the original film i liked the second one i loved the third one i had such high hopes for number four and i just felt disappointed and also just shed so many tears you know i i agree with you oh go ahead brett um i totally agree with you zoe because uh because woody basically abandons his child and i'm like going so he was, in fact, the villain all along. So from Toy Story 1, from Toy Story 1, he was jealous of, you know, of Buzz. And uh-huh. so he, and then he tries to, and then we try, he sort of, no, I'm, I'm not like that, you know, the whole time. And so one, two, and three, but he shows his true colors in number four. And that is the Woody that is unfortunately living in our hearts. I don't know you that know. I would go so far as to say he was the villain of the story, but I see your point. Yeah, thank you. He did not have a snake in his boot. He was the snake in his he boot. He was the snake in his boot. <laughs> see, how's that? See, so I, this is going to be a long, long session, but we will be very good. We'll feel so good when this is over. Well, here's my thing. I, I will defend. I First of all, I agree with you, Zoe, that had Toy Story 4 never happened, had uh, Toy Story 3, in, in my opinion, is like a perfect film. And I know that there are some on this podcast that may disagree, but the uh, I think the ending is just like it pulled at my heartstrings and it was a great encapsulation of that story. I do like the idea of still continuing the story with our favorite characters. Um, I liked that they introduced some new characters. I thought uh, Gabby was a really cool, like, identifiable villain, whereas, like, Lotso had, like, really no redeemable qualities in the end. He had the whole, like, he got thrown away, much like Jesse did, so you kind of had that in Toy Story 3. But then, like, Gabby, I don't know, the, the the fact that she came around at the end, I really liked that. Because we didn't get that out of Lotso. He was just a jerk throughout. Lotso smelled like strawberries. That's redeemable. <laughs> and then, well, yes. uh, I, I think that those that be... live in the smelling world, maybe, but those of us who do not live in the smelling world, no. Maybe that would lead into this one I didn't necessarily have on my list, but I will say that my unpopular opinion is that I really enjoy Lightyear. Because it just came out and it did really pretty poorly at the box office. It hasn't been very well received. And I have to encourage everyone to go out there and watch it. It's not what I don't like about necessarily the way that they marketed it. They marketed it as like, though, it's 1995 and this is the movie that Andy watches to become like infatuated with Buzz Lightyear. I don't like that they did that. I wish they would have just kind of made it sort of like a, in, in comics, we call it like an Elseworlds Buzz Lightyear where it's just like, this is him, you know, this is a character like Buzz Lightyear going through the galaxy. I think it's really fun. I think it's really uh, adventurous. It, it's kind of cool. There's a neat turn in the middle of it that I think a lot of people hate. Uh, if you watch it, I don't want to spoil it here, 
but I kind of thought it was cool. I thought it was a, a an interesting concept, an interesting way to do it. So I guess I could use that. That was not on my list. But since you're talking Toy Story, I thought I'd throw that in as my unpopular opinion is that I actually really enjoyed Lightyear, and I think you should go and check that out for sure. But Vanessa, what's your first unpopular opinion? All right. So I'm taking us to the parks, and I've said this before. Tomorrowland Speedway is a total waste of space. It's smelly. It's not exciting. It's boring. You get stuck behind a four-year-old who's driving like a, uh, I don't know, just driving extremely slow. I don't want to insult anybody. So driving like a yeah, snail. Driving like a snail. Ruining our four-year-old audience right now. They're not listening, but it's fine. Um, so it's just, it's too slow. It's too smelly. It's It's hot. Like the heat. It's just, and it takes up so much space. And I know... Bob Gurr is wonderful, and we love him, and we love everything that's in Disneyland, but this is a huge piece of property that's not that exciting. Let's leave it in Disneyland and swap it out for something else in Disney World, please. All right, okay. Brett, what okay. did you I, I There's two points to that. Leave it in Disneyland, yes. I think that's a good thing. But, uh, Vanessa, to go back to your other part, all films are not for everyone, but all attractions maybe are not for everyone Either so, the four-year-old that is—it's actually the attraction is for the four-year-old that is that is a tall four-year-old that can make it that can drive. Yeah, I think that's you know I think it it's it's it is for kids because I do remember uh, back then. Anyway, I remember being you know a child and you know all I wanted to do was to drive those cars, and and I and that was great you know. But it does take an op it does take up an awful lot of room even when they made it smaller. But yeah, so keep it at Disneyland take it out of disney world and give them something new so there how's that if so i agree we, with you totally if we want to have kids drive cars then we need to bring back mr toad's wild ride because <laughs> that's a car and it's wild yeah it's, okay it's that's yeah. good yeah i think i you know it we do know that it tomorrowland speedway is the single leading cause of global warming as well uh with all of that Thank gas you. that they're pumping out there so maybe they could at least make it electric what you have any Thoughts you're dying to share, Zoe, on Tomorrowland Speedway? I don't disagree. It's not my favorite thing that exists in Tomorrowland. It's a lot. It takes up a lot of room. So I well, well, well told unpopular opinion, though. Although I don't know, is is there like a would there be like an army of people like surrounding the the speedway if we if they decided to take Probably. it out? I don't know. I mean like oh, handcuffing yeah. themselves to the track. Right. Probably. What's the, there what's would the be. thing that the new thing that people are doing is like cementing their hand like to the area, right? Is that what's going on now? I've seen that online a couple of times. So mm, maybe okay. they could do that to the speedway. But sure. Brett, I believe yeah. that that means that we are up to you on your first unpopular opinion. Okay. Illuminations, reflection of Earth, overstayed its welcome. Ooh, that, ooh. That Let me go a... back to that. Okay. It was there. Yeah, go ahead. It was there for 22 years, from 1999 to 2021. That is enough time for that spectacular evening celebration. You know, it was it was wonderful. It was wonderful. But sometimes we must move on. 
and and I think actually Panda, I think he was talking about the Magic Kingdom fireworks show, but Panda was talking about we just if when we see things, we get emotionally attached to them, and when they go away, we're sad, and then whatever is new, we're not you know we don't have the experiences with that, and until that happens, we don't really embrace things. But when I was watching the new Harmonious. Yeah. When I was watching Harmonious for the first time, um, it was, yeah, yeah, I think it was, um, it was the, it was the September 30th. So it was like the day before it really opened. What my takeaway from that, and I think, um, I might've said this before, but anyway, I'm like going, can you imagine? So you're an Imagineer and you're going to replace something that is beloved. That's been there for 22 years. And you're, how are you going to go about doing that? I have to make everyone happy and it has to be artistic and it has to be musical and it has to have a, a, a theme and all this. So I've, it's just like an impossible sort of thing to please everyone. But my unpop opinion which anyway is that illuminations was there you know it it, it just need to go mm-hmm. yeah and i mean they certainly harmonious they made a show that at least 20 percent of the audience can see every night which is really cool so um they also you know what i will say is anna broke harmonious even more for me recently because i guess somebody online said that the things in the pond in the, the area look like lake tacos. And now I can't see anything different. Lake, lake tacos. tacos. Yes. Kind of tacos make everything better. Yes. <laughs> so every Lake Taco Tuesday. Hmm. That's good. I like it. That was a really bold opening round for Brett Rutherford there. I wonder what he's going to Oh, just wait. Oh, just wait. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go ahead and go for our second round. And I have a few on here that I could go with, but I kind of want to stay in the parks. And um, I've got two that I'm going in between. One, I don't know that people have experienced enough, so I might save it till a little bit later. But this one, I think, is maybe widely universally loved in the parks, and I just don't see the point or the allure of it. And that is getting popcorn at Walt Disney World or even Disneyland for that matter. Oh, gosh. Because, Thank you. Because you could have, like, literally, it's pop secret popcorn. I could go get that from my pantry right now and is make it. pop secret? Okay. It was yes, Orville Rittenbacher for the longest time. I believe it's pop secret now, but I can okay. I can do some research while we're no, chatting here. No, no, no. Here. That's okay. But, if you could. Thank you. So come to this podcast research. Yeah, that'd be good. But, but I might but, be wrong. So go ahead. Both Zoe and Vanessa had uh, very, like, big reactions to that. Zoe, I'll go to you first. Are you in agreement or are you, you think that this, I'm wild with this? No, I am in agreement. I think popcorn is overrated and I'm going to even take it a step further. Something that was on my list. The popcorn buckets are a waste of money. Like I, I guess I just don't get the appeal. They look kind of cool to carry around in the park for the day, but then like, what do you do with, I mean, I guess people collect stuff and that's fine but i just think there are cooler things you could collect i'm so sorry that's so mean i if you collect popcorn oh. buckets out there good for you it is just not for me and that's I okay wa- i do want to chime in and just quickly say that uh according to gluten-free dairy-free wdw that it used to be orville redenbacher's until 2015 when pop secret took over the contract so it's currently oh, pop okay. secret so thank you well i'm so glad to know that According to gluten-free, dairy-free, WDW.com. 
So you. there you go. But no, like you can like exactly like the so the figment popcorn buckets. We all heard about that as Disney fans. It was like crazy lines. And actually, Brett, you uh, secured two of those. Yes, but I, I think that a lot of times, mm-hmm. yeah, I think a lot of that was resellers, right? And I mean, like talk about the most yeah. popular opinion we could give today is that like resellers should be banned or whatever. But I don't get the I, I don't get it either, Zoe. Like. And the thing is, I'm one of those people that if I would have seen a line, I think if I would have saw a line that was like three hours long, I would have been like, no, that's a waste of time. But if I would have saw a line that was like 20 minutes long, I might be like, ooh, I need that just because I'm here, you know? So I don't get the popcorn bucket at all. But Vanessa, what are your thoughts on popcorn? Oh, I agree with everything that Zoe said. I don't get it. It's a waste of, I mean, you could just get so much better so many other better food options first of all in the parks fine you like popcorn but the buckets what you it like clings around on your stroller all day or on your side and and i don't get it i think the mickey mouse shaped popcorn buckets are kind of strange to me they don't really look like mickey mouse the figment one was cool i'll give them that i i could see why people wanted to collect that it's like a a novelty but for the most part i don't get the appeal of the popcorn or the popcorn buckets Absolutely. It is though, but I don't know if it's still true, but at one time, um, you could get free refills. I wonder if you can still do that. You, if you kept your box, you could get re- free refills. So it's the, it's the snack that keeps but, on giving. I but there's know. so I'll many, still... but I guess maybe if you're like a local, it might be a little bit different. But for me, there's so many snacks that I'm looking forward to trying that I clearly couldn't eat them all. And like generally the time that I'm there. I'm not going to like fill up on popcorn that I could get okay. anywhere at any given time. So that yes. guess that's my. Okay. And I have seen families. So I, I agree with you, Brett. I thought that it was like a refillable situation. So I'm like, mm-hmm. fine. You thought that was the better deal. You're going to go get more popcorn. I've seen families where like everybody has their own popcorn bucket. I'm like, people, what are you doing? Yeah. Just share and then refill. But it's, I, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, with those, with the Figment experience, I was in line because I was there the the first day of Festival of the Arts and saw that because I it was, I was, my I, I, I was speechless. My jaw dropped, and I'm like, going, <laughs> this is un freaking real because because um, Maureen had said, you know, and I I know of you know if you I'm not doing a good Maureen impression right now, but she said, but if you have a chance, if you can get that, that would be great. And I saw that line. I'm like, there's no way. There's just no way. I love you so much, but I I love you so much, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. And then on the so that was the first day by like that Sunday night. So it was like two days later. I'm like, going, you know, it looked reasonable. I'm like going for Marine. I would do that. And it was fun. But the the kids, the people that were in front of me or behind me, it was like a family of four and each of them could buy two and they each did. So there were eight of them in a family of four. Mm. And I'm like going, uh, you don't know what they were doing with it, but it was. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get jumped in the parking lot, honestly, Brett. So you, so. you got a shady character, <laughs> villain, following you to your car going, hey, pal, you know, yeah, you, you want know. something but that It felt that like that this personal triumph. Bucket. It felt like a personal triumph there for a moment. So with my picture, you know, holding them up in front of Spaceship Earth, you know. Well, Brett, fine. I made you go last uh, this past round, so I'll let you go second this round. What is your next unpopular opinion? And if it's something about Inside Out, this might become like a two hour long podcast. No, it's not. Um, 
This one's actually really simple. So we can just go around and go, yeah, have any bit. Yeah, okay. I won't tell you what to do. But anyway, I suggest that highly. Um, Sanaa Restaurant at Animal Kingdom Lodge is overrated. Oh. Um, the bread service is meh. You know, I don't know. I just didn't have a good experience there. And everyone goes on and on. And I'm maybe I have to try it again. Do I have to go there again? Oh, <laughs> I, I will say I've never had Sanaa. I've actually never been to Animal Kingdom Lodge. I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm going to bow out of this one. But okay. Zoe, Vanessa, any thoughts? I haven't been. Me either. N- Okay. But I do well, have we can a make bread this service, easy. so I don't know. I the don't bread know. service always looked do. good, but we'll take your word for it on this one, I Brett. Just, it just didn't do it for me. I mean, I was uh, I was deep into conversation with a friend I hadn't seen forever, so maybe it was more about that than the bread. This but might it, be. It wasn't like going. It wasn't like going. Oh, Mary, did you try this bread? No, I didn't do that. So. <laughs> I know that I'm I'm totally jumping uh, the gun here and like, but because you did a restaurant that you're not sure other people have visited, that was the other one of the other things on my WDW list was that people are really struggling to get reservations at Topolino's Terrace, and I, it was it was fine, like it wasn't like, and we went for dinner, and I understand that they do have character breakfast, which would be really fun for kiddos or for adults that just want to have pictures with characters uh the riviera is a beautiful restaurant it's an absolutely gorgeous view you could walk out onto that terrace right outside and then you see all of epcot and you see the skyliner it's very picturesque all of that's cool the food for me was not great and that's kind of what you're there to eat. And then, you know, it's also kind of a higher price tag. And I will say that, like, I've seen so many people say that Topolino's is their must get or their favorite restaurant on property now. Hmm. And I just didn't have that experience. So okay. I know that maybe yeah. some of you haven't tried it either. So since Sanab was mentioned, I thought I would throw that in there too. But well, sure. has anybody else tried Topolino's? No. Okay. So report back and let me know if I'm completely off base. I know like, for instance, Justin Suter loves Topolino's. It's one of his go-to places now. And it's just, I, for me, it, maybe I got to try it again. Like you do with Sanaa, Brad. I don't know. Right. Or maybe mm-hmm. I can go to Sanaa, you can go to Topolino's and then we can tell each other we're wrong. <laughs> That'd be fun. That's almost worth it right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vanessa, what's yours? I feel very strongly about this one. Okay. That darn kite show at animal kingdom looks super dumb i hate it i don't like that it's jet skis pulling little kites around i miss the actual i miss things happening in that park like the parade like the light show of the on the river at night that was beautiful that's another unpopular opinion oh my god i thought it was beautiful Mm -hmm. the kite show looks so dumb and the why do they keep showing like Simba flying in the air and all their promotional stuff right now. I'm like, that's the worst thing you have at the park right now. Stop showing that. It's just it frustrates me. And, and I don't like, it. I feel like it's very phoned in and they could do better. Zoe, did you have thoughts on that? You looked like you had a adverse reaction to her. 
I loved Kite Tales. <laughs> <laughs> it was so thrilling to like the music starts and then all of a sudden the jet skis are going and then Simba is in the air and then it's really funny when they like just crash into the side <laughs> and like deflated laying there. Like that was very humorous to me. But there were some really cool kites in there and like it's not the most thrilling thing. It's just kites flying through the air, but I don't know. I I found it really entertaining. It did seem like the the consensus was that like it was the crashes at the end that were the best part of the show, for sure. It was very funny. <laughs> Absolutely. Zoe, I think that we can go along to your second unpopular opinion here. I Oh, this oh one's going to be tough. I feel <laughs> I come on my favorite podcast and I feel like I'm just going to make enemies i'm <laughs> no not at all and we'll have you we'll have you back again for a much more positive episode that's we'll we'll, <gasps> we'll put you on for a future episode for sure okay i'm just gonna say it smugglers run is the worst ride experience whoa period okay all right we, I, I, you got to elaborate a little okay. bit for us i would like to start by saying i'm not huge into star wars I know like the basics. Um, I've seen a handful of the movies, but I don't think I've seen all of them. So Galaxy's Edge as a whole for me was like visually stunning. Like I so appreciate the innovation that went into making it all, but I was just kind of like, that's cool. I don't really know what any of this is, but I know the Millennium Falcon and I thought it was so cool seeing it was like iconic and I couldn't wait to like get on the ride. And my mom and I wait in line and they make us pilots, which I'm sure most people oh, wow. would like die for on yes. their first ride experience, right? Not us. They they put us in that position, and I look at the cast member, and I was like, "You have made a mistake." <laughs> in a different position, and she was like, "You will be great. It'll be." fine so I was left right and my mom was up down but then the direction is to go down you have to pull up and to go up you have to push down it was just a lot so we get in I wasn't really fully clear on what exactly it was we were trying to do again my lack of knowledge of Star Wars I think comes into play here but this poor family that was with us my mom and I the joystick was very sensitive. And so we are just like, <laughs> crashing into everything. I start shouting at her and I was like, up, mom, up. And she's like, I am going up. And I mean, we had to have ruined that family's day with the ride that we gave them, just crashing into everything and shouting at each other. It was nothing but stressful for me. And that is not the experience I strive to have when I am um, on a on a ride or an attraction at Disney World. We promptly made our way to Baseline Tap House and had to <laughs> dress and debrief after that one for a little while. So... I just had a bad experience with it. I think the concept of it is so cool. I think visually it was a really like engaging ride. And I really love that they're moving towards such like involvement and engagement in their attractions. But that one for me was not fun. 
But, you know, I've, I've got to say, I've been on it a number of times, and when you have someone who's a really good pilot, it, it's a really boring ride. So I bet your family had the great time. Honestly, yes. I went with some Canadians one time, and they were crazy drivers, and I had the best time. Mm-hmm. I did. That makes me so, feel yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Thank you. So I know the pressure is on. Did you get to do the light speed thing, or was that your mom? I don't remember. Okay. It's all well, kind of yeah, it's just, now. that is just, it's such a tactile experience when you are jumping to light speed and that, I don't know, light speed bar thing. Yeah, it is and so I cool. I remember the dad behind us was like, press the button, press the button. And we're like, <laughs> what button? And it just, I, I told her, I told her we shouldn't have been the people to be the pilots. And we should yeah. have just like turned around and been like, do you want to switch with us? Um, but I guess I would be willing to give it another try in a different role, not as a pilot, but out of everything we did on our trip, that was, that was the attraction that I was perfectly fine. And we know that Vanessa hasn't done that attraction because she would die on that attraction, right? I went through the queue and I sat outside like a soldier waiting for them to come out of the ride. <laughs> yes. I did my part. All yes. right, Moira. <laughs> what, yes. is what is that accent that you have right now? Uh, so, no, I, uh, I, I will say that the first time I wrote it, I did enjoy it as like a huge Star Wars uh, fanatic. But I was the engineer, and that was really lame. And so I was, at first I was like, why do you make a Millennium Falcon ride where only two people at a time can be the pilot? Because everyone wants to fly the Millennium Falcon. So not everyone. <laughs> second time that I, apparently not everyone. So the second time that I did it, um, the people that were with us were like, hey, we have annual passes. We've done this ride like a billion times. And they could tell how, how excited my son was. So they let him and I pilot. And the experience of like, he couldn't reach the hyper speed like stick stick thing, so I had to reach over and grab it for him. Like that was a really cool experience because we were able to fly it together. But I could see where what you're saying, Zoe, because it is like basically like a souped up version of those like flight simulators we had in malls in the 80s and 90s, right? That you could get into. So for sure, I can totally understand your opinion there. All right, I think that are we through that that whole round again, Vanessa? I think it's time for you to start us off. So I don't know why um, I'm approaching this as I just really want to make as many people angry as possible. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, this is the round I've decided I'm going to drop my big one that I think is going to make people angry. Okay, so okay, let's do okay. it. Let's do ruin some friendships here. Oh, Hollywood Studios <sighs> is absolutely something that you should skip. There is nothing to do there. It is boring. There are only hellish rides like that tower of terror plummet of death what are the best rides on property and roller coaster okay i'm gonna puke after that for sure and like there's just nothing to do where are the musicians where is the parade where's all the cool show stuff that's supposed to be happening nothing's happening there it is at best a half day park i'll give you rides of the resistance that was cool but I just, it's not for me. I tried, guys. I told you I would never go until they added some more rides for me. I tried it, and it's still not for me. It's just not for me. It's not my favorite park. It it is so incredible, though, like that whole idea and concept of, like, the Hollywood that never was and always will be. I love looking down Sunset Boulevard and seeing the Tower of Terror, even if you're not on it. Like, it's just, like, impressive. And then Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, maybe one of the best 
attractions on property right now. So, no. uh, Brett, Not. you got to set her straight here. Well, having been there for the opening, it has a special place in my heart. Of MGM Studios. Wait a minute. I yes. said uh, today. I'm sure I would have liked it on opening oh, okay. day. I miss okay. that old, what was it, like brownstone apartments that they used to have? And then yeah. the- um, New York Street. The mm-hmm. great movie ride. Like the nostalgia is missing for me in this park. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, I mean- I'm, you know, Vanessa, you're right. There. Moving Wait, on. And the artists, you could actually go see the artists. And then they used to have um, a yeah, star of the day the, behind the scenes where you could do like, what is that? It was like yes, a, Catastrophe Canyon. Catastrophe Canyon. Things back in the day. The and tram now... tour. Uh huh. Golden going by the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just. What, oh, 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 when the sound effects show, do you remember that, Brad? Oh, those were fun. And Martin fun, Short. Yeah. I mean, there were yeah. so many wonderful things in Hollywood Studios that would have been perfect for someone like Bette me. Midler originally. Right. Uh-huh. Bette Midler was there? Great. Love mm-hmm. her, too. Yeah, bring her back. Bring all these things back, and I'll go back to Hollywood Studios. Okay. All right, Zoe. I saw that you had some reactions <laughs> to that, too. Did you uh, enjoy Hollywood Studios other than Smuggler's Run the last time you were there? I loved Hollywood Studios. My mom and I actually wish we would have had more time to spend there. We only did a day. We wish we would have done a day and a half, but we did. Um, We hit everything and she loved Galaxy's Edge. My mom's a huge Star Wars fan. So that was a hit for her. I loved Toy Story Land. I thought it was so fun. Slinky Dog Dash was everything I wanted it to be and more. I overcame my fear of thrill rides on rock and roller coaster I don't usually do like the crazy thrill rides and after riding that I was like I can do this and then I rode all of them so I also though had never been to Hollywood Studios so I was seeing it for the first time very fresh and I enjoyed it that is awesome and I love just even like the entry music where it's like the uh, the old like big bandy Disney music as you're pulling yeah, up on your that. little tram and stuff it's, it's great by the way, speaking of other Disney podcasts, uh, I guess we weren't speaking about them, but Matthew just, Matthew Kroll, Imagineer Podcast, just did a breakdown of the music of Hollywood Studios, two episodes. Ooh. They were great. Thank you, Matthew, for that. So go and check those out. Vanessa, you raised your hand. Are you, I is this your defense another, here? What, Brett, wasn't it, wasn't Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, that show? <laughs> And the the playground yes, area. Yes, and the, the playground area was there, but wasn't Honey I Shrunk the Audience? And oh, maybe that was another no, time. no, no, no. Originally, when you you did the the effects show, you it they everyone or well anyway, you know, children climbed on the back of a bee, a very large bee, and then were projected with green screen effects, and so the audience could see them flying over the backyard as though they were in Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, it was a very big beat. So many. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm just, I'm so sad now. See, I'm going to go yeah. watch one of those 90s VHS Nos- yeah. promo Nostalgia. videos yes. to, talk, to enjoy mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios as it should mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. All right, Brett, you're up. Well, I I was going to say that the great movie ride really wasn't that great. But um and I still believe that honestly. But I'm going to say some okay, my unpopular opinion, I don't know, cuz I'm really hardcore with this. Anyway, some attractions only some attractions should only run when completely operational with all effects running. Do you hear me? Rise of the Resistance. 
Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know if you people here, I don't know when you saw it, if you saw pretty much the scene that's always, that's been down forever at, mm -hmm. uh, the Hollywood studios, uh, is about Kylo Ren, uh, Kylo Ren audio animatronic. animatronic figure. Have any, has anyone seen uh, Vanessa? I know you didn't see it yet. <laughs> you did. Zoe, you saw it. Yes, I did. Oh, good. Isn't it the best? I'm like to have anything else, cool. you know, he like was, does that power yeah. thing, you know, that whoa, whoa, whoa thing, you know, and then, yeah. and then it, yeah. And if you haven't seen it, don't listen to this. Okay. And then, and then the, uh, it crashes in and he does this whoa thing. Okay. If you did not see it. Yes, Vanessa, I know I you're did, looking yeah, at me because like, I haven't seen you, you, I felt so bad because I'm like, Oh, Vanessa didn't get to see it. Well, I'm not going to say anything. And now I am for a fast. Past okay. Yeah. Uh, no, this is, this was my last experience. I did lightning lane and paid for it. Totally bypassed Ray. The next thing we did, we didn't even get on the ship to go to anyway, to, to join the resistance. We bypassed that and went straight to, you know, wow. Yeah. Straight to, uh, the first order the, ship, the storm. Yeah. The first order ship with the, with the stormtroopers. So we walked onto a ship that was in space and I, wow, paid for it. that's wild that they would let you do that. I mean, and I then, and then no Kylo Ren, I'm like going and I paid that. That was just such bad show to use the Disney terminology that we all know bad show. It's bad Where enough are you? when it's just. It's bad enough when it's just Kylo Ren not be able to do that thing. And I think I've seen like three versions of that. One thing, you know, the panel that fl that flies down after he does, you know, the whoa thing, um, it just stays there and you just hear Kylo Ren. I think the one that Vanessa and I saw, um, there was a film of Kylo Ren mm -hmm. out there, you know, and he's just like talking to us and out there in space. Yeah, he gets, his TIE fighter gets shot at. So, yeah. So I'm like going, if you can't give us what it, this attraction is supposed to be, shut it down for everyone. That's where is yeah. Where is your opinion on the Yeti at Expedition Everest? Because that's been... Like a decade now that the oh, yeah, Yeti that's not crazy. It's crazy, but um, it doesn't. It I don't think that affects the show as much as yeah. It doesn't take away from the experience. The resistance. Okay. All right, fair enough. I, I, I can get that. Crazy. Yeah. I can get that. Zoe, what about you? What's next? Okay, I have just a few left on my list here. They're mostly music or like decom related. Okay know which route i want to take i will just i'll skip <laughs> high school musical 2 is superior Ooh. i agree i agree hear me out yes the first is classic but the second is just so fun mm -hmm. the like hits are endless i mean we get what time is it and fabulous and we get bet on it bet on it like that could be the end of the sentence right there I gotta go my own way all this sort of stuff and Zac Efron sings in this film which was a nice change from the first film so mm -hmm. I really enjoy High School Musical 2 I, I feel like it usually is 
people's last choice, but I find it awfully fun. I agree. I agree. And I like the whole, well, I'm a fan of Sharpay. Who can I, what can I say? And it is Sharpay's show until it's not. And I totally enjoy that. So it's just, it's just over the top. Her fun is over the top and you know, how, how all these kids can come and ruin her summer, you know, can you imagine? But it's just fun. I love it. I just feel like it doesn't take itself too seriously. I feel like Mm -hmm. the third film is very like intense. The first one, you know, very uplifting, but Mm -hmm. not, there are some silly moments, but I feel like they took from those silly moments um, and really built on a, a really just kind of fun, fun movie that again is, really silly and doesn't take itself too seriously. And sometimes you just need to sit down and watch one of those. Oh gosh. Yep. I enjoy. I agree. I I have to tell you, I am way behind on my decoms. Uh, and so I haven't seen, I saw of course, high school musical. I haven't seen the uh, other two. I also just watched teen beach movie for the first time this week uh, because my son watched it at summer camp and that's a, that's a film. It's a thing. I, I really enjoyed it up to like the weird villains at the end where you know horton from Susical is like the the major plot villain of the of the whole thing kevin chamberlain by the way uh is the actor's yes. name but all right i i get to go this round i said i was going to break some hearts here's the deal when we're talking about newer disney films and kind of this new era of disney films there's one film that's brought up an awful lot and i don't understand the appeal and that film is tangled i don't get it I don't, uh, I, you know, like, it's okay. It The the music, of course, is great. Alan Menken's always great. But the story is just, like, kind of, eh. And I don't know. It's just uh, Mother Gothel for me is, like, a terrible villain. I don't get her. I don't like her. I don't think that, you know, I, I don't like the, I don't like the movie, guys. I'm just going to put it out there. That's I've been okay. holding that back for, like, That's six okay. years. I don't like I'm it. Like, I know so many people that are now have you on a big list, and it's not the good one. But um, uh, yeah, but uh, that you know, Craig, I'm going to defend you for a moment because whoa, you know, because um, well, not everyone has the well, not it, not every film is for everyone. Now you keep saying, which is not true that i hate all disney this and now you know pixar that clearly clearly i do i work on a podcast that is all about disney so i love pretty much it all except for what we're talking about today so craig (laughs) i will i will spot you this i think that you're terribly mistaken but i think that i think you know you're certainly certainly can have your own opinion and now the rest of us tell him why he's wrong you are so so wrong because Brett told me to tell you. <laughs> oh, right, I, Vanessa. Let, I will say this. I, I, I actually like that movie a lot. I love the soundtrack. It is a movie that grew on me from mm. the first time I saw it. I was like, this isn't my Disney princess movie. What is this? And I also think it was a little too real. Uh, so, uh, hey, my umbilical cord was just cut recently. So, anyway, um, I don't understand why we had to make bathrooms for this movie. Why are there bathrooms about this movie? I don't get it. Why is it, why is that a ride if it's so great? Why is it literally a bunch of Johns? I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, maybe it's just, you know, it's down the crapper. I don't know. I love Tangled. So one of my, I guess, unpopular opinions is that I like Tangled better than Frozen. 
I don't like it better than Frozen 2. Would just like to make that clear. But I do like it better than the original Frozen. I love Rapunzel. Mandy Moore as the voice of Rapunzel is just like quintessential like princess to me. I don't know. I just loved her. Um, if Flynn Ryder were a real person, I would marry him. I See the Light is the greatest Disney love song ever written. I will die on that hill. I don't know. There's just so much about it that I that I really, really enjoy. So I'm sorry you don't feel the same way, but... I know, um, but like, I would watch any other film from this era of Disney, starting with Princess and the Frog and going all the way through Wreck-It Ralph and, you know, like, all, like Frozen and Moana. I would watch any of those before I would pick up Tangled, I guess, is maybe okay. more than what, what I'm thinking. But, okay, so let's go ahead and, and start to wrap this up with just a couple of, like, rapid fires, if you have them, and then we can kind of uh, get it all done from there. So I'll go ahead and throw out this one because I don't know that any of you on this podcast necessarily have seen many of the Marvel shows on Disney+. Plus. Everybody seems to love the Loki series. I couldn't stand the Loki series. I don't. I didn't get the appeal of it. it. It was broken for me because someone mentioned that like it was filmed during COVID, and when you see it under that lens, there's only like every ever one or two people on the screen at any given time, and they're like six feet apart from each other because it was the very beginning of COVID. But it's just like it was a meandering story to me, and it didn't get to a point, which is what I'm doing right now. So uh, my last one is also I don't think that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train deserves the line that it gets all the time. It's a very short ride. It's one of the lightning lanes you have to pay for, and it's so still very popular in the parks. I think that's maybe because, you know, like Disney uses it in all their promotional shots. So, like, that's the ride that you see when you see the commercials about Disney. But to me, Seven Dwarfs, not worth it. Uh, but those are my last two kind of okay. like rapid fire mm-hmm. ones. Brett, oh, you're you wrong go on ahead. Both Give us some any rapid fires you want. Uh, okay. Not everyone misses wishes and happily ever after as much as they think they do. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that one. You and saved I, that I, one for the rapid fire that we we can't respond to. Happily ever no. after is great. That's my, happily ever that. after is great. I miss happily ever, ever after, after is great. It is great, but it, it is you know, like just going to a go. quick therapy sesh. That's when uh, okay. I love well, that can, show. Yeah, well, you can listen to it, and you know, you can, you could, able, I do. you were able to watch uh, it. I think it'll be back room. next when year. I I, I'm calling it. They're bringing stuck. it back after the fiftieth. Oh, okay. Well, that's getting rid of that enchantment. Too. Well, honestly, no enchantment. I'm like going, you know, when Angela Bassett says, "You are." The magic. I believe her. Totally. I believe that I am the magic. So I totally believe that. Okay. The other thing, um, and well, anyway, since Disney after hours and holiday special ticket events are worth the expense. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. I think if you want to do that, you can have lots of fun. And I've done a number of them. Please. I even did Pirate and Princess Party in you know early on and it was basically a mickey's not so scary halloween party light and there weren't a whole lot of people there it was january so you pretty much had the whole park to yourself that was fun and uh and did disney after hours at animal kingdom and rode flights of passage more times than i can even imagine we were we get off we'd go back on and and only when you're doing it so quickly do you notice that it's such an incline getting all the way up that by the top you feel you're feeling the burn in your calves but it's worth it cuz you just and you just get off and you get and you ride out again had a great time the snacks were great ice cream was great the popcorn you know it was good i the enjoyed popcorn that popcorn was good 
the popcorn was good. And of course, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Seasonal delights I always enjoy. So not for everyone. They do add expense to your trip. You might want to plan that um, instead of, you know, if you were doing a five-day pass, do a four-day and then, you know, add one of those. Or just splurge and have, you know, a big old night. But I had a great time. So those are mine. Mm-hmm. I'll be at the Mickey's Not So Scary, so I don't disagree with you there. Zoe, you can tell that our definition of the word rapid is kind of loose. Uh, so <laughs> go ahead and give us some whatever you've got left. So... Minor music related, circling back to Frozen, I, I mentioned I really enjoy Frozen 2. Um, I don't know how unpopular this is, but I remember taking a poll on my Instagram story one time, and I was not uh, the winner of this poll, but I like Into the Unknown better than Show Yourself as like the star song of the movie. Um, Brett, I'm so sorry. I can tell by the look on your no, face. No, it just, I... I no, I think that's correct. Yeah. Like oh, okay. Song. Never mind. Then great. I'm happy to be on the same page as yeah. you. I think that Eye to Eye from a Goofy movie might be the greatest Disney song of all time. I just think it's so, yeah, it tops the list for me. You're and then friends. <laughs> I love a Goofy movie so much. Um, circling back to Guardians, I know a lot of people have opinions on what is the best song to ride Guardians to, and I don't think mine is popular, but... I had Conga, uh, Gloria Estefan. It's what I wanted. It was the most enjoyable, and I would be thrilled if that was the song I got every time I wrote it from here on out. So That's awesome. Fun fact, I danced with Mike Wazowski and Sully to Conga, Gloria Estefan. <laughs> it was the best moment of my life. That's awesome. Very, very good. Uh, Vanessa, do you have any that you want to close us out with? Sure, sure. I'll do my best to break some hearts real quick here. Uh, The bus system is the worst. Don't ride it. Mickey ice cream bars are overrated. Uh, Disney Springs should never be skipped. And Marvel movies are too overwhelming to watch. Ooh, oh my gosh. I Man, tried. you just offended like, like six different types of people. I tried my darndest. It was like, I think we were all on board with you, pardon the pun, about the bus system because it's a little rough out there. But Uh, then you drop in the Mickey bars and you go after Marvel. I know this is rapid fire, but Mickey bars back in the day when they, I think they might have been thicker. Granted, I had small child hands, so maybe they weren't. But they definitely were more frozen. And what I don't like about Mickey ice cream bars is two things. One, they melt super quickly. And two, you can buy them here now. They, they're, but they're not just the same. It's not the same. It's no. Same. No. It's the same. It's just like Starbucks. It's the same. No, no. I, I think legitimately it's not the same. <laughs> well, like, why would you okay. wait in a really That's long okay. Starbucks line when you have to go rush off to Peter Pan? Like, I totally, don't I don't that. get that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, it's <laughs> You know, no, yeah, I mean, I'm like, yeah, going, get Joffrey's while you're there because crazy. I mean, like, get, get it at your hotel or whatever. I mean, yeah, or get, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And then the Marvel thing, I'm sure the Marvel movies are great, but it's like every time I go to watch one, someone will say, oh, well, you got to watch this one and this one and this one and this one and this one first to understand this one. It's like, I don't have time for this. This mm. is too overwhelming. So I just, I don't even bother watching Marvel movies really. 
and well, then you, oh, then oh what you watch the movies but oh but now you gotta go to disney plus and watch all these new series and oh if you well, that's just if you wanted to follow that. the whole storyline i will say that there are some standalone i would say uh if you want good standalone um, you could watch any of the first movies because they kind of just tell an origin story. Although I would particularly recommend Guardians of the Galaxy and Black Panther. And then I would say if you want to watch just like the epics, then I think you probably could watch Infinity War and Endgame back to, you know, like as as kind yourself? of one. You yeah. just suggested like four right. or five films <laughs> yes. for me to watch. Right. No, but, the, but I'm, I, I'm telling you, you could watch any care. of those. Uh, you could watch any care. of those as like standalone. Now, like Infinity War and Endgame, yeah, that is yeah, not yeah. a standalone experience. You're, 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 this, this you are making out. this. You are, you are you proving are, my point. You are mansplaining your way through the Marvel universe. This is what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I can't just watch. A Marvel movie, because it's well, you know, you really should watch this. No, that. And it's because I'm of yes, because of no, you, I'm, Craig. I I'm believe saying that I'm you saying have that ruined you watch, the Marvel experience. You any for of those friend Vanessa. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Vanessa. He shouldn't Thank have done you. that. Thank yeah. you. All right. Under- All right. Understands my uh, my struggle. Well, mm-hmm. what a heck of an episode this has been. And uh, I got to say, thank you so much to Zoe for joining us. It's really fun to have you on. And I do promise we will bring you on for something that's a little bit more positive because you're always such a positive person. So this was kind of unfair to bring you on for unpopular opinions. Thanks, Craig. The people pleaser in me is very anxious, but this was really fun. Can I clarify <laughs> one thing before we like officially wrap up? Sure. Mm-hmm. The people pleaser anxiety in me. Uh, so I did not mean to suggest that Eye to Eye is not worthy of people being people's favorite song. I recognize it's not an unpopular opinion that it's a bop, but like the greatest Disney song of like all time, I think people would probably not agree with me there. So I just wanted to clarify that it is a bop. I get it. But yes, this was so much fun. Like I said, I'm a huge fan and it's just been an absolute blast to get to talk to you guys. So I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Of course. And, you know, we're going to have you back on for sure. And we'll talk eye to eye all the time, Zoe, because I have such an affinity for a goofy movie. I love that so much. And it's great. Now we can play the Funko game together. And it would be, it's awesome. I have it like in the other room. So we'll just have to do a game night or something and uh, for sure do that. But thanks so much for coming on. And I want to say thanks to everybody who participated in our Unpopular Opinions thread on Podcast Pals. So if you go to Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals on Facebook, you can kind of join in the conversation there and you never know what might end up being the next episode for us. But Brett, any final words of wisdom before we let everyone go? Vanessa, in due respect to your turkey leg, I didn't say anything about the turkey leg until right now, and everyone knows how I feel about the turkey leg, but I'm not going to, it's not, and it's also, I didn't bring it up because it's not an unpopular opinion that they're not good. (laughs) Just kidding. Love you so much. Uh, Final thoughts. Uh, You know, we may have opinions. I may have tried to make you listener hate me with my opinions but honestly <laughs> i mean these i can be persuaded so you know i think you do you there's nothing wrong with having your opinion to to say that uh i'm wrong except that you know that brett is wrong about turkey legs i mean that 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 is one that's wrong but mm, but other you do than you that, and i'll i'll do dole whip right brett you don't do you but but everybody else you do you it's totally fine that we don't agree and uh you know just just keep having your opinions it's totally fine as long as we can be kind and have a laugh about it i think mm-hmm. we're good we're 
I still think like going back two years ago or whatever, when it was made the match, Brett, in your head, the match was made between turkey legs and dole whips. And that is such an unfair because like, of course, we could have probably found someone under a rock somewhere that doesn't like dole whips and brought them onto the show. But I don't know that that's any of us for sure uh, on the show. So okay. they are quite popular amongst many of people, but it, it's been a blast getting to talk about all of this for you. I will say coming up in the near future, you should have a trip report from me because I'll be attending the first Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And then also having our first DBC stay uh, as well. So that'll be really fun to chat about. And then we have some really cool and very fun and exciting uh, interviews and things like that coming up in the relatively near future. And so we're looking forward to where the podcast is going from here. Of course, I already mentioned a couple times tonight that you can go to Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals for a Facebook group. You can also go to Beyond the Mouse Podcast on Facebook as well. And then you can follow us on Instagram, Beyond the Mouse Pod, and then on Twitter, Beyond Mouse, and you can see all of our shenanigans there. Now, Brett, you were pointing at things, trying to mm -hmm. distract me while I was given the socials, and you see no, no, that no. I did it without missing a beat. That's because you're so good. No, I was just, you know, I, well, no one can see this, but I have a poster of D23 Expo over my shoulder because that's coming up too, and I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, gosh. And we have some fun people that are going to be going to D23 as well. I know that Jacqueline and Megan of the recently announced new Front Row Network show, I think you're going to like this podcast, are planning on going. So I know that mm -hmm. the three of you are getting together and you're going to do a planning episode here in the mm -hmm. relatively near future as yes. well. So I'm excited about that. about that too. Just excited about all the things that we have coming up. So make sure you continue to do all the things we ask you to do for the podcast and particularly go on. Remember to please rate us as well on Apple Podcasts. That really does help us as far as uh, media credentials and things like that will go along in the future. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm Vanessa. I'm Brett. And I'm Zoe. And we will see you real soon in the front row. Who knows? What, what's unpopular about the front row? What would be an unpopular ride to, to be in the front row? It's, it's too, too close, close to the screen to be in the front row. You got to sit in the back or sit a little bit farther back where you can put your feet up on those bars. Now that, if you got that in your theater, you're real lucky.